What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo. <laughs> what is it? Your weekly Halo Esports podcast. My voice just was like, "What are you trying to do right now?" I cannot handle it. Shot back like twelve years. It. <laughs> you know, it happens more often than not. Will okay? <laughs> it happens more often than not. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a uh, I'm almost thirty, going on uh, fifteen. So that's <laughs> that's how things are going over in this household. Um, but yeah, this episode two hundred and seven for the week of October thirty first, twenty twenty one. This episode is called "In the Streets," Ooh. and uh, we didn't dress up, but you're you're oh. a you're a Formula One driver. Not no, I got to <laughs> have a hat on. <laughs> No, you are a Latifi League Formula One driver. I mean, you're not wrong there. See? There you go. See? There we go. I'm just tired. Uh, my name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the brand new Mercedes-Benz AMG F1 dad hat. Yeah, it's got, it's got this, like, it's not technically a dad hat because it's not like the snapback. Back. It's a snapback. It's a snapback. Yeah, snap. But it's... All the F1 hats have this like weird construction on the top here where it comes to like this point. I don't know if I like it or not. It's just weird. The man with the pointy hat, Will, mm. a.k.a. I'm Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this? Let me checks checks watch Thursday afternoon. <laughs> You're tired. Like you said earlier, I'm yeah. tired too. Oh, yeah. It's been a long week already. So, Dude. yeah. How about yourself? How are you doing? Well, I already said I'm tired, so I'm oh, I'm that, that. I'm that. Yeah, you know. No, other no. than that, I'm doing okay. Um, getting over a second round of hand, foot, and mouth from Linnea. Sound sounds wonderful. Yep. So, ah, I'm just kidding. I, that's not how that works. So don't worry <laughs> about it. You're you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, I always joke and I always say, don't have kids, you know. But uh, every single time my daughter gets sick from daycare, which is like every other week which means I get sick from her daycare like every other week. I look back on that joke and I'm like, man, was I really? Yes, I'm absolutely joking. But still, just if you're going to have children, know that uh, not only does everything revolve around them at that point in time because they're your child and you have to provide for them, obviously, but that every single thing that they bring home, it's yours now. So... Enjoy whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> Jesus. Jimmy Neutron, the man Logan himself with the Subarino and follow yesterday. Thank you so much, Logan. You get a, see if my voice cracks again. Woo! There it is. Voice did not crack, so yeah, we're okay. We're good. We're doing all right. Will, we got a lot to talk about this week. Yep. We're tired. But uh, you know what? The show must go on. Will, do you want to know what's on this week's episode of the show? What do we got? What do we got? A new Halo Infinite multiplayer map is revealed. Tournaments are announced. Rosters are formed. Tournaments are recapped by the Will himself. We have our topic, finally. What game modes would you like to see in Halo Infinite? We're going to talk about that later on in the show. Inside Infinite goes deep. And then we have some video games to round out the show. Deep. Deep. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Here we are. Will, without further ado, let's get into some competitive news. 
Designing the Halo Esports ecosystem blog update. This is by Tashi. It's not out yet. Okay. But uh, Tashi states, the next ecosystem blog will be out late next week, which is this week, actually, instead of today, which was last week. So there's there's that. Uh, Tazman, uh, welcome back, says, when did they switch to Thursday? We haven't. Uh, this was a delayed episode. Yes. We're running late because I felt like absolute shit on Monday, and, I've, and I had to tell Will, I'm like, hey, can we, like, you know... Move. move it like three days later because we both have shit going on otherwise. Yeah. So here we are. Woo. <laughs> um, Tasha says, sorry about that. Need some extra time with how busy things are at the moment. Thanks for your patience. Won't have a lot of news, but the idea is what's the role of the fans and players in the ecosystem? Well, Will, let me tell you something. Hmm. Complaining. That's that's <laughs> gonna be the role that a lot of people are gonna be playing. No shit. And uh, and I don't. It has been for years. It, so. It's what? Yeah. He even said won't have a lot of news. And so I mean, it's what he expects. No, be fucking nice. That's what it's um, gonna be. I mean, what? I mean, what is it gonna be? Fans and players. Fans need to show up, spectate, be respectful, buy their shit, move forward. Players need to want to compete and provide content. Provide content. I think that's like one of the bigger things. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. What, what, what kind of content are we getting at? Like some complaining. Some esports e just they're on the stage. That's content. True. But, you know, we want we we obviously at this point want to see more. We want to see a lot more. Yeah, a lot more. So uh, don't fuck it up. Tashi has yet another tease. This is by Tashi, and I quote, Going to miss the old show intro dearly, but wait until you see the new one for Infinite. Well, Tashi, here's an idea. Just fucking release it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You do what you got to do. Raleigh. We'll see you at Raleigh. Oh, I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait. Just, you know what's going to be funny? They're going to do the whole, like, they say they have, like, these giant screens set up so people, like, no matter where they're sitting in the venue, you're going to be able to see everything that's going on, so on and so forth. They just they just decide not to actually show the intro for anything, oh, so we yeah. just don't see it ever. We, we don't see, like, the production side of it. We just see, like, cameras of what's going on on stage. Yep, yep. <laughs> we never see what that intro actually is. I mean, you never know. Pen Halo tournament announcements. Plural. This is by Pen Halo. They've got two of them. First one is out with the old, the Halo 3 4v4 finale, which is a $1,000 prize pool with free entry on Halo 3 MCC, 4v4 MLG settings, North America only, with a double elimination bracket. Yes, Will? Question. question. Yes. Uh, how long into infinite cycle do we get before everyone's like, we miss the old games and we start playing Halo 5 and Halo 3 again? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I think it's like three years. Maybe two years, six months, six months. <laughs> All right. I have, no, I have no fucking idea what, what's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if like, uh, if we just have, there's going to be random tournaments. Yeah, I would believe. Yeah. Just every once in a while. Like, it, it, I don't know if it's any specific time frame, but just every once in a while, somebody's like, fuck it. Let's just put on one of these two. Yeah. So who knows? And the other one they have is the Penn Halo Halo five draft tournament presented by antimatter. It's a $500 plus prize pool ten dollar entry fee through the end of the day tomorrow and that this was announced today so like literally uh friday is when this is gonna end 
Draft date is the 26th of November at 9 p.m. Eastern time, with the tournament date being the 27th of November at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Halo 5 Guardians, obviously on console, because where the fuck else are you going to play it? Uh, and the 4v4 double elimination bracket. So there you go. In a fucking awesome announcement that took place yesterday, um, Bravo has an announcement. He states on Twitter, I'm so excited to announce Halo 2 Artifacts, a new documentary, uh, docu- documentary, documentary podcast with Max Hoberman that dives deep into his original <laughs> I'm sure he said it just like that. I hope he did because I just did. Um, into his original multiplayer and online designs for Halo 2. The first episode drops this Friday, so tomorrow, if you're listening to, if you're watching this live, November 5th. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you happen to get your podcasts. Halo 2 Artifacts is a four-episode limited series. Episode 1 is titled The Beginning. Episode 2 is The Social Revolution. Episode 3, Halo 2 Map Design and Cut Maps. And Episode 4, Halo 2's Cutting Room Floor. Episodes are around 45 minutes each. Special guest appearances are expected. And there's tons of untold stories from Halo 2's development. And just as like a little tease here, if you go watch the the short little tease in the video in the tweet, um, exclamation point shown in, in the chat if you want to get the link to it, there, uh, Max states that there was actually plans for observer mode in Halo 2. It was, it, they just didn't have time to do it. And then we never got any in three, did we? Nope. So where did that plan move to? Got cut off. I know, man. Got cut out of three as well? I do, I don't know. Was there observer in four? Mm. Ooh. I don't recall. I don't think so. Hmm. No, I think it was just five that really had it. Interesting. Like, a, like a, a, an actually like kind of in-depth one, I guess you could say. But either way, yeah, it was it was actually intended to start with Halo 2. And think about where we'd be now if we had it there when they when they really wanted it to be. Like, yeah, I could just knows? be insane. Who knows? Can't wait to listen to that show. And then uh, the last competitive news story that we have, the big one, if you will. Halo Infinite Streets multiplayer map has been revealed. This is by Ryan McCaffrey of IGN. Streets is a small asymmetrical battleground set in New Mombasa at night. Um, this is within the article that's included, and I want to include these other couple pieces here. As to other multiplayer tidbits, we sat down with the 343 multiplayer team for over an hour. Among other things, we asked about whether or not we should expect any remakes of classic maps as, uh, as has become Halo tradition. Quote, that question is something we actively talk about quite a bit, end quote, said lead multiplayer designer Andrew Witz. Quote, I think that we've what we've done with Big Team Battle, or with the Big Team Battle map fragmentation, is something we want. We want things to feel new, but we want things to be a bit reminiscent without giving you the exact same layout or the same layout with slight differences, because we're a different game with different needs, end quote. He cites Valhalla and its remake Ragnarok as influences for fragmentation. Quote, there are some maps that have been coming out in almost every single iteration of Halo. So I wouldn't say we would never do a remake, but again, we're, go- we're doing a spiritual reboot. So we look at how we kind of put our own twist on it 
but still make it feel like a little bit of a nostalgia trip uh, when you kind of run through them, end quote. George added, uh, quote, we've tried the one-to-one ports. They don't work well, end quote. And I just like how, put a stamp on it, be like, not saying we're never going to do them, but we have our own fucking vision for this game. Yeah. And that is great. Please, I, here comes, here comes the hate wave. Please don't bring midship. Please, <laughs> just don't. And I, I love Construct and I love Guardian and all of this stuff from Halo 3. Don't bring them either. Just new, brand new. Like you said, have little hints, little nuggets from other things, but like new, fresh, clean experience. Later in our discussion, we also learned that there are at least two more BTB maps that we haven't seen yet called Deadlock and High Power, respectively. Multiplayer creative director Tom French described Deadlock as very dramatic, saying it feels very classic Halo. It's a very different mood than the rest of the maps, he told us. High Power, meanwhile, started out as a test gym for BTB. And 343 says, test gym never ship at all. But they told a story about doing a BTB playtest on the map that would eventually be known as High Power. And the hooting and hollering was so loud from developers and testers having so much fun that they all looked at each other and asked, oh, is this a real map? It's interesting. Sounds like Breakout. <laughs> Test gym? I mean... It's what those maps look like. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just a test map, and I would assume they would have to clean things up and spruce them up on that map to make it viable, but... I mean, if people were really having that much fun, that's really what you want, right? Absolutely. And it sounds new. Well, a bunch more Halo Infinite as November rolls on, including a look at what awaits in Season 1 of the Battle Pass, an IGN unfiltered conversation with Halo Infinite head of creative and longtime Bungie veteran Joseph Staten, our hands-on impressions from the first few hours of the campaign, and more. Starting with raw, full-match gameplay of Streets this Wednesday. Well, we're recording on Thursday, so Wednesday already happened, which means there were two gameplay videos that were released. The first one is a... Uh, full match gameplay of oddball and a full match gameplay of strongholds. And the thing that I wanted to point out here, because we already saw strongholds in the preview was oddball. Mm -hmm. It's round based. So it can't steamroll. That's what I thought. So it's a hundred points per round. Okay. So there were no time limits in both of these videos because like test environments, right? That's what I'm getting from it. Yeah. But if you watch at the very beginning, when they load, are you watching the oddball one? Yeah. When they load in, you'll see, um, you'll see at the bottom in the middle that round two. Yeah. So there started round two. It's a hundred points to score. We don't need to talk about the person playing the game because that person already got a lot of hate online and we're not here to do that shit. It's for a press event. They're not trying to show their fucking skills. Yeah, they were literally trying to show off the geometry. Yes. So a lot of people were complaining, this person doesn't know how to play Halo. This person doesn't know how to use the sandbox. You're not doing a good enough job of showing off oh, the game. They're trying to show off the map, just the map itself. Yes. And if you pay attention, the person never sprints, I don't think, once. But that's besides the point. Like I said, I'm not here to critique the person's gameplay. But what I'm here to say is that Oddball looks to be round-based, at least in social. It's 100 points to score per round. You need two rounds to win. Okay. And you're right. What I mentioned in the discord server, join it if you haven't already, is that 
I really feel as though this is a great balance or this could be a great balance to where like we've seen so many games steamroll. We've seen uh stronghold steamroll. We and that and they made some changes to how strongholds functions in Infinite to make it so that's kind of more difficult to do, mm-hmm. right? And it seems like they're doing these types of little iterative changes to oddball um to make it so it's less steamrolly. And the beautiful part is Let's say you do get like molly whopped the first round, right? The beautiful part is you have at least one more round to completely reset, get your starts, go, get your strats going again, mm-hmm. and actually try to make something cool happen. So I thought that was, I thought if that's going to be what it is in competitive, that could be really cool. Yeah. Um, the last thing I do want to say is that in the video, not that one, but in the original video, it was stated uh, from the 343 representative in the video that Oddball on Streets is a competitive map mode combination. So, take that as you will. Will. Yeah. And that's it for the competitive news. I will say this. Uh, did you watch the original video? No, I never did. Okay. Um, the thing that I enjoy about the map overall is that it's a thing that I really liked about the BTB map as well. Fragmentation mm-hmm. where there are a lot of sight lines, but a lot of them are covered. Like it's not easy. They're just not fully open. You're not fully able to see everything. And I really, really like that because it just gives more opportunities to get away, to make better moves, work as a team, and instead of having a sniper just sit and just wait. Sure. It really doesn't feel like that. So I, I really, really, I'm excited to get hands on it, but just from first impressions on watching it, I really like that. Good amount of verticality, it looks like as well. Um, so, you know, on Halo 5, Truth, uh, you both start, both teams start, you can shoot immediately at the other team. Yep. Same thing on this. You both start on the bottom directly across from one another. You can immediately see the power weapon right in the middle of the map if you want to try to go get it. Um, but yeah, you can immediately start popping shots if you want to. A uh, lot of verticality. Very excited to see what what this is going to be about. Will, your upcoming turns of the week presented by noobcom.com check out noobcom.com for all halo esports needs but still no merch as of yet because fuck why why friday november 5th tomorrow the lftg halo 5 is taking place on saturday november 6th we have the click let's try that again the click gaming halo 3 lan at rewind esports lounge Ooh. Ooh, indeed. And on oh. Sunday, November 7th, the Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4 and the Halo uh, Halo Poland, I'm going to say, cross Cruzada Halo, cross Halo Italia, cross Halo Comunidad, España, Halo 3, 2v2. <laughs> A lot of 2v2s. A lot of 2v2s. And those are all of your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcom.com check out noobcom.com for Halo sports scenes what i'm going to say though is if you are and if you are any at all interested in these tournaments that are taking place 
please do go to noobcombo.com. You can go to the events page. And I've mentioned this, I mentioned this every like feels like 10, 15 episodes. Go to the go to uh, noobcombo.com. Go to the events, either page or on the right side of the screen. Click on the event and in the more info or learn more button, it'll take you right to where you need to go. Whether it be a tweet, whether it be a, a web page, whatever it is, if signups are still open and you want to compete, then fucking do it. One stop shop, baby. Well, that's all I got. So, what, what do we got next? Roster Media! Did you hit the mic again? You know, I'm with the headset this time. Oh, what's the first time the hat? Uh, okay, so pre show, it was the hat. Jesus Christ. Intro, it was the pen. And now it was just the headset. I didn't know you hit it with your pen. So. I did. You were you were mid. You were just going, and I like I, I was like yup, and then I said like yup, and I hit the mic. <laughs> anyway, the so, mic's having a good day with you today. Yep, it's okay. At least you know it's on a it's on a uh, what are these things called? I forget. A, a shock mount. A shock mount. Yeah. Well, I, it's on an arm attached to a shock mount. Right. So I yeah. mean, it, it absorbs a little bit of the yeah it the hit yeah. Well, now you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks for just shaking the mic. Uh, if Josh breaks it, he's not getting a replacement. Uh, wow! <laughs> I'll just plug the Astro mic in and be like, "Yeah, hey guys, go back to the original original show mics." Oh, that's. I mean, they're they're not bad though. No, they worked. They got the job done. Roster Mania, though, uh, we have some teams coming together. We do. First is uh, Team Rated R. This is going to be Twister, Good Intentions, Veltal. I want to say Vettel, but I knew that wasn't right. Sebastian Vettel. Sebastian Vettel. So, yep, so you really like, you really like Veltal. enhance. Yeah, I had to like get in there. I had to make sure the, the, the L and the, between the L and the T, which was which here. It worked out. It uh, worked out. And then Riz in style. Ooh. To round out that team. Riz is in style. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have Piles' team. It is Piles, Chris Burton, and... Oh, it's Chris, then Burton. <laughs> two, it's two separate people. And then, uh, oh, so reliable. No, they just like... They, <laughs> they, they, uh, They're like the fucking Megazord. You know, they just come together, form one, uh, one, one person. One or, thing. Yeah, or like I was thinking, um, what's the term in Dragon Ball Z where they fuse together? So, you remember what that? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yep. Fusion. <laughs> Moving on, Wiley Coyote's team. It is uh, Wiley Coyote. If you didn't, no that way. Up. Uh, Piggy saying, "Astound in shields." Yes. Uh, is this an actual esports org, or are yes. they just giving their, their themselves? This I'm name? pretty sure it's a real one. Okay, so it's Squawk Esports. I was hoping you're going to do like a okay. Squawk. <laughs> Yes! There you go. You, yes! you got it. Oh my god, uh, I'm so happy. <gasps> so this name, this first name on this list, it could be so many things. Oh, I have no fucking idea what this is. It could be like Drexmas? Dre- what? It's beginning to look a lot like Drexmas. <laughs> what would you or do you have any No, I typed it out and I'm like, I'll fucking know what you mean. Uh it's Mr. Kolek. Uh, is it floppy, floppy, 
We do this every still time. Still don't fucking know. Three years later, still don't fucking know. And then, uh, what? The, this is another one. I know. I tell you, you know what's funny? I. It's it's is it thermos thermos X? I knew it. I knew it. As I was typing these out, I'm like, these are gonna fuck Will up. I knew it because I didn't know. Please, please, people. If, okay, okay. I gotta say something too. I gotta say something too. If you're trying to be a pro player and brand yourself and get recognition, people should be able to say your fucking name. Moving on to Cornbread's team. Uh, Cornbread, War Dog, Legend of Maw, and Cartridge. They're getting recognized. Because you can say their fucking names. Exactly. Saying. Oh my god. Taz, Will still can't pronounce gamer tags. Hey, I'm better, but these two are like, nah. I mean, Taz, you also can't spell gamer. Well, you can't use proper pronunciation in gamer tags, so LMAO to you too. Oh, who capitalizes the T in gamer tags? I mean, it's it's a a, a tag of a gamer, so it's a gamer tag. You know, it's. This is why I'm the favorite. You know what's funny? Justin DM'd me on... I'm calling your ass out right now, Justin. Oh, no. Justin uh, DM'd me, and he posted the picture of the Discord server with him on vacation on the beach. He's like, HCS Pro Talk on the beach. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm so fucking jealous. That's awesome. And uh, and he's like, hey, yeah, I, uh, I'll i wait for the episode to go live because I'll be listening to it here. I have, I have Wi-Fi. And I'm like, oh, it's fucking awesome. And... Uh, and I'm like, yeah, just giving you a heads up. The episode's going to be a little late because I feel like fucking shit. He's like, oh, that sucks. I mean, I only listen for Will anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sure he's just giving you oh, shit. Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> absolutely. But I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, shall we move on to some tournament and league recaps? <sighs> I'm going to anyway. I uh, think so. <laughs> I, th- I think we should. I think that's a good idea. We have a few or two, just two. Also, I, before you say snag, uh, yo, <laughs> yo, miardi. All right. <laughs> my pirate costume. <laughs> By that, I mean my voice, you bitch. Yeah, we didn't do. <laughs> we didn't do costume. Halloween. Kind What's of up, snag? The delay kind of. It, f- it fucked me. So, yeah, I mean, it, I didn't think yeah, about it. It's okay. Damn, Go ahead. It would have been fun. I fucked up. All right, tournament league recaps. Uh, LFTG H5 $100 2v2 from 1029. Oh, Josh is going to get a 1029 21 results in third, fourth. Uh, we had Team Leviathan, which was Glitchy and Zayas. And then the Gloonies, which was Dakao and Sharkbait. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Uh, Taking second was Team. Is it Fedos? I'm going to go with Fedos. Uh, Strikey and Rorch. Or Rorch. Uh, this is another one. Oh, is it? Yeah. And, and first went to Halo 5 2021. Uh, are you putting the Chief helm? I think the glasses got to come off, right? No? We'll do it live. He's, he's trying, people. He's uh, For those listening at home, oh, Josh is attempting to put a Master Chief helmet on right now. He can't see. He's got the Halo 5 pistol. 
I don't know where that went. I forgot how much power that's. I don't know where it went either. It's pretty awesome. Uh, it's, anyway, moving on. SWAT Nation, SWATween, reimagined. SWAT! Halo 5 4v4 tournament result. It really must muffles your voice. I can't fucking see. <laughs> Great. Ah! <laughs> Are you. Uh, okay. You need assistance. No. <laughs> I just. I can't. I can't, people. Um, this thing is not meant for people with glasses. I swear to fucking God. Let's run through the top four of the SWAT Nation, SWATween, reimagined Halo 5 4v4. In fourth place, it was Team Rated R, which was Scary Dreams, uh, Me Chewy, uh, Z1 Tyler, and Cruisin. Third went to Team Smiley Face with like the, it's an emoji. Uh, Stress, Gunplection, Avenue, and Suppressed. Second place went to Golden Dawn. It was Smoke You Dig, C- NSG Serial, Nafberger, and Savior Jake. And first place went to Virginia Velocity, uh, Marine, Gun Lane, Young Guns, and Envoy. Boom. That's what we got. Tournament and leagues recapped. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much, Will. <laughs> There's so many this week. I just got... I kind of want to shoot the camera. It's going to knock it over. You think so? I you mean, that, 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 uh, okay, here's my worry. The monitor is behind the camera. Oh, that's fine. That thing is powerful. He's going to go he's, this way. I'm going to oh, go this okay. way. Okay. I'm going to miss anyway. Yeah, let's. All right, here we go. We're going to try. All right. All right. Don't, do, no, uh, I've, don't do this at home. Yeah, literally don't. He's going to break the Brio mid fucking. I hope not. <laughs> I th- it, it, it moved. What did I hit though? I don't know. I was watching the screen. I was expecting like crack green, like all over. <laughs> Luckily, I got one more. Oh gosh, here we go. No, later in the show, it's okay. Um, sweet. Well, thank you for running through those <laughs> as always. It's greatly appreciated. Bust the toys out, and Josh gets distracted. I do. I get distracted on the most dumbest of shit. Anyway, also look in, look in here. Am I? Yeah. You can try to put it on too if you want to. Like I'm telling you, if if they just got rid of. There's a little lip around the visor. If they just got rid of that lip, it'd be so much easier to put on with glasses. Oh, you're cheating. You're going to have to get, yeah, yeah, top down. You're going to have to go top down. You tell me it's like one of the most uncomfortable fucking things in the world. Chin's yeah, exposed. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. You can't see out of it either. Nope. I mean, you don't have glasses on either, but you can't see shit. Let's try this with the glasses. It's just then. bad, man. Jeez. Welcome to HCS Pro Talk Halloween special. Ooh, okay. Okay. Eh. Right? You know what I mean now? It fucking sucks. The glasses, the glasses like don't stay on. No, this is a lesson for those of you who are Halo who are Halo collectors who go to a store and see something Halo related, and you're like, oh my god, I need to have that. Chances are you don't, so don't. That That's that helmet. Does it look cool? Sure. Does it fit? One? What? Was this the... No, that's the like the one size fits all fucking... There you go. Was this from... Uh, Target. Oh, Target. Yeah. Did you get one at Outpost? No. No, I did, did they not. they have them out post? I thought they did. They ha- I probably did. 
So I, I found, th- so my problem is there's this lip right here. Yes, that's what I'm talking okay. about. Not this lip. No. This lip. The one run by the visor. Yes, it just gets in the fucking way. It's terrible. I bet. Don't buy this helmet, people. I bet. Just don't. It's there for stability. Just stability my ass. For the visor. Sure. Or if you're handy, get yourself a little Dremel tool action and Dremel the fuck out of it. Make it fit your head. Because I'm telling you, even for adult heads, it ain't working. Just get a 3D printer. Yeah, there you go. Or hire somebody, uh, uh, pay somebody that's doing commissions over on over on the Instas who makes who makes props, like we talked about last week. Just do that. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my God. Will is... Will, what the fuck are you doing right now? I can't even, like, my glasses don't even fit. Yeah, because the, the helmet's a piece of shit. We already established okay. this. Oh, my God. Talk about, like, fucking off the rails. Want to start a topic? Yeah, okay, perfect. The topic of this week's show is, what game modes would you like to see in Halo Infinite? You hit the news button, Will. Just- there you go. Hey, you saw it. Good job. Oh, my God. This is horrible. Isn't it fucking terrible? And you're right. You did as muffled as shit. You were not wrong. So, Brooks said, <laughs> your chin is just fucking sticking stick out. Like, I see helmet, 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 hair. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, Brooks said he wanted Mongo Sumo, Rocket Race, Multi-Team, and Husky Raid. And I had to mention, he did literally respond within five seconds of me posting. He did. Which he was did. nuts. He did. Um, Husky Raid, no. Everything else, yeah, that's fine. Just Josh states, I've fallen in love with Escalation Slayer, which is gun game and MCC. So it'd be nice to see that make a return in Infinite. Griff Ball is another mode I would love to see in Infinite. Overall, just more big team modes and some good old wacky action sack modes. Sounds pretty dope. And also, Escalation Slayer is actually pretty cool, considering all the weapons in Halo Sandbox. I think that's awesome. High-tech redneck states, aside from ranked Slayer, 4v4, 2v2, and FFA, snipers and SWAT definitely want Fiesta back and agree with Josh. Escalation would be nice too. I'd also be interested in some kind of round-based mode similar to Breakout or that other mode they added to the Breakout playlist in Halo 5 where you have to get everyone dead on the other team at the same time with respawns taking longer with each death. There it is. Yep. Um, can't remember what it's called. Seems like it's either extermination or elimination. And then obviously the competitive modes, CTF and strongholds in addition to Slayer, of course. Silo states, I wouldn't mind seeing extraction make a comeback. Not sure if the game type is only remembered as good, uh, since it was the only okay thing in Halo 4 or if it was actually good. King of the Hill or some variation should definitely come back. I wouldn't mind seeing reverse tag make a return as well. Although I can't imagine to be popular enough to enter any sort of playlist. And then he gives a hot take. If we're talking playlists, we only need like five. Tournament settings, the only ranked playlist. 2v2, tournament settings, but just 2v2 Slayer could maybe be convinced to make it ranked. FFA, tournament settings, but eight-man FFA. Radar could probably be on, could maybe be convinced to make it ranked. BTB, action sack, and I guess you can have a Slayer playlist as well, but definitely unranked. Jesus. 
And then Dave rounds things out from the Discord discussion and says, can I have the social Halo 2 version of bomb back where you take it to the base, plant it immediately, and defend it until it blows up? Defenders had to stand in a circle to defuse it instead. Reverse bomb or whatever you want to call it. Will, you and I talked about this outside yeah. of the show. Yep. Because uh, I didn't, I, I was going to save what I was going to say for the show. And uh, you told me what you wanted as well. It looks like it's what Beth wanted. <laughs> so please elaborate. What would you, what mode or modes would you like to see in Halo Infinite? Yeah. Um, I was on the side of that kind of what, what Beth said with the extermination game mode. Uh, Splitgate has it now where um, the, the goal is just to get all enemy teammates dead at the same time. And as you die on the, your, your team, the respawn timer increases so it is easier and easier for that team to once you you know if you start getting picked off if things start happening, you're you're not going to survive. Um, and it creates kind of a um, you have to know when to push with the uh, it takes it just it's a teamwork based game, right? You got to know sure. when to push. You have to know uh, some sort of I mean you don't really need map control unless you know it's it's weird it's a weird situation because map control usually you can get one or two dead then push but right. in this situation you don't you don't want those trades right mm -hmm. um i think the if it came down to a, a competitive setting it should be get your get your picks in start uh getting them dead more often you're not, probably not going to go for an extermination right off the bat you want that re respawn timer to increase and then finally make your push but um you don't want to contest for map control as much in the beginning because you don't want those deaths right it could just create an interesting dynamic. And then in split gate, it's fun too. Uh, you know, two or three of your teammates go down and then you're just running for your life. You're trying to sneak around, right. hide, whatever, um, just to get teammates back and then make your push. So, And they have they have increased spawn timers when a person dies? Yep. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. Every time, every, you know, you could you could have a match that you have 10 deaths, but that you're, you're kind of screwed by that, that, by that point. You're, you're really hurting your team if you're dying that much, so. I think it cool. could be fun. I think so too. I, I think everything has a, has an opportunity, has a chance. Anything else you want to say? No, besides all, I mean, all the modes we had before, um, like they said, like two V twos, you know, shoddy snipes probably should come back at some point. Um, yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. Was, there was a lot of, Bring back Mongo Sumo, Mongo Sumo. Yeah, in the chat, which was hilarious to me. But well, yeah. for what it's worth, Mongo Sumo was never officially made. It was a community-made thing. It was so. Uh, but yeah, Mongo Sumo's fucking awesome. One of the best things ever. Yeah. What's up, Halo Creation? Welcome. Yo, indeed. Um, Will, what I told you that I wanted to see uh, kind of goes against the question that you proposed. But while I agree with what everyone's saying and like want all the classics back, right? Want all those to make a return because those are staples. Those deserve to be there, right? Yep. I want to see something brand new, something specifically catered to what the sandbox of infinite can do. Something that we haven't seen before. That's what I want. What would that be? I don't know because I want, I want them as the developers, the ones working on the game, the ones creating the game, the ones envisioning the game, the ones envisioning the future of the game, 
to really look at it and be like, you know what? Like that, like uh, when they were talking about the BTB map that wasn't going to be a BTB map, and they're like, wait, is this actually a thing? Yeah. That's what I want them to do with a game mode where they utilize all the aspects of the sandbox that only infinite can offer that no other halo can. And they look at it and they're like, wait, we could do this. Sprinkle a little bit of that. Do a dab of that. Is that, is that our next mode? Like that? I, I just want to see something new that could take advantage of what halo infinite sandbox has to offer. To, to kind of maybe not counter is the word, but the, the new BTB mode yeah. is something brand new. Yep, total control. Absolutely. And it it, it Absolutely. plays really well into yes. the sandbox and how those maps are laid out. Yep. So um, I don't think you're far off that there could be something like that. Yes. And we saw the... In no, the 4v4 space, I guess I should say. Yeah. We did see the supposed leak. leak yep. But um, I had a theory on that. Ooh, I like theories. That... It, you know, we saw it had its UI. We saw that it had like everything in within the game that would make it seem legit. Right. It looked legit. It looked legit. But here's my counter to that. People had access to custom games when they shouldn't have. We saw there's round based with oddball, right? True. What if in custom games you are able to set up all these weird things that'd be awesome that just don't make sense in a normal halo setting be awesome. and someone already kind of created that game mode and played it even though it wasn't right. an official game mode right but, i think but but they it showed like a name for it what didn't they didn't it yes which is the concern did someone really make and be able to save a game mode that quick and then relaunch it with where the name pops up that's that's the only thing i could think that would happen but th- something new like that could be a spark for infinite that's exactly that's your spot on it's we do not know definitively whether or not it's real um, or like in it is a true to form made for infinite mode that like that's it's just it's going to be there at launch or whatever it may be. Yeah, but you're right. When we watched it, it all the assets looked like this is a real thing that was made for it. So but who knows? But yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see something brand new and total control is um, is a brand new mode introducing BTB for infinite. And I thought it played really well too. All things considered, you have to have all three points to win that like little bit of that, win that round, I guess you could say before they all respawn. They, I loved how they respawn in different points of the map. So it really makes you have to, uh, move for one and also get acquainted with each area of the map as well. Instead of being funneled in one direction at all times, you know, I thought that was really cool too. So yeah, I'm just, it's based off of what everyone's been saying and all this stuff. It 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 really does feel like the uh, it's infinite possibilities. Well. Okay. Yes. Going that route. No, I went back there. Yeah. No, another thing I do like about that mode too is it's um, like if someone does get a wasp, so to speak. Yeah. Like I felt like in in prior BTBs, the wasp would just hang out. Whatever it is, banshee wasp would hang out up high. Just pick people off whenever they can. It was really hard to take those vehicles down. I feel like they've done a good job with that balance. Yes. Other than I need to know if the green gun thing, if that was just not the plasma pistol. Yeah. EMPing. Yeah. It was better. Better. It's just, it's the weirdest thing because we keep talking about how, uh, from the very beginning, Will, you mentioned a long time ago, you want them to make the game that they want to make. That was from the very beginning. 
within reason, but yes. Right, right. But like that's like that was the general consensus. Like, quick, let's get this fucking classic mentality out of our head. Let's get this. Oh, it has to be like Halo Five mentality out of our head. Like it, it make what you want to make, show it off, and just be you. This is your this this is three four threes. I guess you could say quote unquote swan song. Right. This is your thing. Go for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, in that kind of context, yeah, I guess I could see where the plasma pistol wouldn't EMP if you have all if you have these new sh- this new shock variant of damage that's in the game. But at the same time, when you said, well, in within reason, it's been a classic since the beginning of plasma pistols, EMPing vehicles. And the fact that it wasn't there in the flight. And I don't think we saw anything after the flight concluded or even during or after the flight concluded mm-hmm. that, no, that's the way it's going to be. I don't think we saw anything. Cause they have the shock weapons. Yes. They do have the but- shock weapons and the grenades. But it's not it's not the same. It 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 takes longer. I here's my problem. Here's my problem. And maybe it's because I didn't test it enough, which is very valid. Okay. Charge plasma pistol shot. Mm-hmm. You hit a vehicle, any other Halo game, not infinite. I'm talking any other Halo game. Pla- charge plasma pistol shot, you shoot a vehicle, it's disabled. I mean, Halo 1 notwithstanding, it doesn't do it in Halo 1. Um But regardless, charge plasma pistol shot. You shoot it, it hits a vehicle, EMPs. Okay? Okay. With the shock weapons and the shock grenades, my problem is is that I don't know how much I need to do in order to EMP it. There's not that there's not that definitive visual indicator to me. Like when people were complaining about the the shields, you don't know like mm-hmm. if for an enemy shields, you don't know how long it's going to take for their shields to pop, right? Yeah. They updated that. And with a charged plasma pistol shot, if it hits that vehicle, you know that it's going to do what it's going to do. But with the shock weapons and the shock grenades, well, how many how many shots do I need to take into it? How many grenades do I need to throw? How long does it need to be in that radius of the shock in order for it to do something? Like, and again, you, I didn't test as much, but I, it's not that absolute. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. Got to wait and see. Got to wait and see. Soon, though. Very, very soon. We're getting there, Will. All right, Will. Shall we get in to some competitive news? I mean, some regular news. Not competitive news, but, you know, regular news. Yeah. The news yeah. of the regular variety. Some, some some news that's regular. Yes. Why not? The news hyphen regular <clears throat> in the show notes. Exclamation point show notes in the show. Halo Creation says, it's a valid point, though. Visual feedback is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, uh, you, you say, uh, hope you're doing good. We hope you're doing you're doing well. That's, that's the main thing. We hope you're doing well. Halo Infinite Early Access Digital Bundle potentially leaks early. This is by Jalen Lopez of .esports. A Halo Infinite Early Access Digital Bundle has been spotted on the Microsoft Store, indicating fans might be able to access the game earlier than its release date on December 8th. As reported by Twitter user uh, Agiornamentilumia, okay, a new listing for an Early Access Digital Bundle has appeared on the Microsoft Store containing Halo Infinite multiplayer, Four new Halo Infinite DLCs have a, have also been listed 
which might be included in the bundle. The bundle isn't currently listed as a Halo Infinite bundle, but that will likely change when it's officially revealed. Fans can likely expect Halo Infinite's campaign to be included in the bundle, which will be released on December 8th alongside the free-to-play multiplayer mode. There was no date given. There was no price given. Um, but this was listed on the Microsoft Store. Um, so I will have to wait and see. The one thing I will say, and I talked to I talked to some people about this as well. So I'm seeing people say, uh, what if they release it on the 15th of November, the anniversary? I don't see them doing it. That's too early. Too early. Yep. I don't see them doing it. What I can see them doing, I don't know what the price would be, but what I, okay. Let me lay it out for you. Forza Horizon 4, Forza Horizon 5 comes out early access tomorrow. Okay. They have these ultimate editions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Comes with the base game, the expansions, or the season pass, whatever it may be, maybe a couple other goodies, and early access to the game. And that early access is usually four days before the game actually releases. So in this case, Forza Horizon 5, I believe, releases on Tuesday next week. Yeah. But if you have the Ultimate Edition or the premium add-on pack for the Game Pass version, you can start playing tomorrow. Four days early. Okay? Now, I don't know how the dates would line up, but the 15th is too early. Yeah. I I could see them announcing the bundle on the 15th. Sure. Like, hey, this is available to pre-order right yep. now on the 15th. And then, yep. yeah, game goes early four days. Absolutely. So that's what I'm thinking it's going to be. I think if anything, it'll be a four-day early event. And it'll, or uh, or not four days, but like the Friday before. Well, yeah, the four days would be Saturday. So then it would be yeah, five the, days. Yeah, so the Friday before. That's what I could see happening. Um, and yeah, I imagine that it would be closer to $100, $99.99, because that's what they all usually are, if this is to be a thing. And it will include the DLC packs. Um, if those are, if those are, or like maybe they're the seasons for multiplayer or whatever it is, like the passes or whatever, who knows. But either way, I bet it'll come with those. It'll come with the campaign because the multiplayer is free and it'll be like $99.99. That's what I expect. It's only digital. It is only digital. I had a thought, but then I was like, nah. Well, what's your thought? Do you think it would be, because the multiplayer is free, I was going to think, do you think it would be a little less expensive? But then it's also a AAA title with multiple DLCs and early access, so no. And the campaign is 60 bucks if you don't have yep. Game Pass. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> deep. So, um, Halo Creation says doing good. Thanks. Have to go to sleep though. Hey, I feel you. We're fuck. We're like right there. Um, there are recurring rumors on an early access of some sort. Yeah, that's and like I said, this is just like kind of a leak information here. We don't have anything really to go off of other than a store listing. So take it as you will. Take it with a grain of salt. 
But Will, I like that idea of this being actually announced on the 15th. I like that idea. That sounds like a solidified, signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours moment. If you think about it, it, that gives two and a half weeks to pre-order before the game goes live then, right? Yes. One, two, yeah, three three weeks actually. If it's announced on the 15th, well, wait, I'm looking at the wrong, I went the wrong way. Uh, yeah, it'd be two and a half weeks. There you go. And then three weeks to launch. So, yeah, announce it on the 15th, pre-order it. You got t- two weeks to go, get the game. Bada bing, bada boom. And you're playing. You're, you're playing around. the infinite. Early access. Grapple shot. Fusion coils. Repulsa, bitch. <laughs> All right, moving on. Grab the weapon. Oh, my God. All right, so the next one we got. Ian with the good ideas. This is by Halo Cannon. Ian states, with the state of MCC matchmaking, and especially what it's likely going to be after Infinite launches, I think 343 should get rid of the, quote, win comp social games challenges. Just make a general win matches challenge or something. Kind of like Infinite does, right? Yeah. And while I primarily have issues with ranked play, I don't think it would be fair to get rid of one challenge but not the other. Combine them into a single challenge and add something else to make up the difference. I like that idea. Yeah. Because the population population is going to drop. You would expect it to. You would, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Unless. Oh, my God. Everyone still just loves MCC. Six months. (laughs) Jesus. I feel like there's still going to be people. There's still going to be people that only play Halo 3. 100%. But. You're right. Like right now, if you're not a Halo 5 person, you're most likely playing MCC. Yes. Just to get your Halo wants and needs filled. Sexually. Some people. Talking about, talking about sexually. Uh, Dr. Squatch Spartan Scrub. Yeah. Scrub a dub dub, bitch. I am just, I'm not going to buy it. But I am like genuinely curious, like what does Spartan Scrub smell like? Well, it even it says like what the what's included in there, like the, the yeah. But sometimes you just don't know. Oh no, of you course don't. not. Yeah. Uh, what I have heard though, so this is by Doctor Squatch. This is our next news story, as a matter of fact. Um, what great transitions by me. So <laughs> there, it's eight bucks a bar. So yes, they're not cheap, and they don't last very long at all. But uh, they are handcrafted, and apparently they are really nice. Um, they're, uh, I, yeah, they're really nice. So, turn your shower up to infinite with scents of silver sage. Oh my god, uzu, and cedarwood. Yeah, but what do those smell like? I know what like cedarwood. When will when are computers gonna have scratch and sniff? Smell a vision. Yeah, seriously, like you're you're on Macy's.com and you're you're searching for a parfum for your significant other, right? And you're like, well, I don't want to fucking go into a Macy's and start spray spraying all these perfumes <laughs> until I find the one that I like for my woman or man. I'm not gonna judge you. Do whatever the fuck you want. But like, if I was on Macy's.com and there was a button that's like smell this shit. I'd be like, thank you. And then it just, you're like, Oh my God, this is wonderful. I'll buy that now. Thank you. 
Macy's.com, not sponsored. You going to buy this bar of soap now? Will's going to buy the bar of soap, ladies and gentlemen. We'll have our results in a couple weeks no. as to whether or not he likes it and what the smell no. is. How You said they don't last long? Yeah, they don't. Is that the consensus? It is It is absolutely consensus. They do not last long at all. Eight bucks for a bar of soap? Yep. They do hey. not last long. The, the rule of thumb is you're supposed to like keep them as dry as possible when you're done using them. Mm. Otherwise, they're, they're going to disintegrate. Yeah, um, one of those. Yeah, and I, th- I think somebody who does use them was talking about how they got like maybe six to eight good washes out of it. A buck a wash. Yeah, so if you think about it that way. But no, apparently they're very, high, very nice, very high quality. Snag uh, bought you. There you go. Nice job, Snag. Welcome back, by the way. Halo Creation says Parfum. Yeah. Part of me too. Gotta is throw like, it in there every once in a while. Parfum. Like it is. It is very limited. So what if you just buy one and never like you never just use it, but you can sniff it. You have you it hanging around. Just keep smelling it. Yeah. This is what infinite smells <laughs> like. Just fucking. You just have it at your bedside. You wake up in the morning, crack open the box. I <laughs> 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 just put it. <laughs> I'm ready for my fucking day. Yeah. It maybe makes you feel like you're on the ring, running around looking for oh my vanished God, covenant. No fucking. Run over. I almost got a headache from doing this. Shall we move on? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Get your soap if you want it. Holy shit. Dr. Squatch. Um, Spartan scrub. Uh, I had to take a sip of water. Here was some posters press kit. This is by Snickerdoodle over on HaloWaypoint.com. Three themes conveyed throughout Halo and Halo Infinite. To celebrate that, enjoy these 4K assets that make absolutely incredible wallpapers. They do look pretty good. They do look pretty good. I saw somebody... Uh, so Will has them up on his computer right now, the top yeah. one. Um, I saw somebody have one like with a wallpaper engine. And so it was all animated and stuff. It looked Ooh. really fucking cool. Get some of these rocks. So fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cannon Fodder by Grim Brother 1 over on HaloWaypoint.com. Halo Infinite, The Banished Rise. It's a little trailer action. Go check that out. You get to see Eshram in there. And, uh, quote, Oh, and make sure you take back every UNSC forward operating base you can. Rumor has it they have stories to tell. End quote. Which we kind of... We did. They had yes, intel. Yes, we did. Yep. We saw that in the week. Wow. thought? Not me. And then enhanced availability to help enhance your new novel experience even more because a new, no- a new novel had come out. We thought we'd provide a little gift of sorts. If you remember, last year's release of Halo Shadows of Reach included a short story titled Sacrifice that was exclusive to Walmart purchasers. Seeing as how it also works as a pretty perfect companion piece to Halo Divine Wind with its connections to the Ark and other relevant reasons, we are excited to make it available to all in downloadable PDF form. So please check out the link in the Google Doc of the show. So the show, go download your PDF version of Sacrifice and read it up. And then we have another YouTube video uh, because they're really starting to amp up now the fucking marketing train. Toot, toot. And uh, it's called Halo Infinite UNSC Archives Unspoken. And uh, it's very powerful. It's a very powerful video. Go check it out. It's very good. Very good. All right, Will, your favorite. Let's talk about MCC. (laughs) Celebrating 20 years of Halo in the Master Chief Collection. This is by Andy Salisbury of 343. 
over on HaloEpoint.com, and I quote, Today, we're thrilled to announce some brand new content coming to MCC to help celebrate 20 years of Halo. With today's update, there's a fresh bevy of Halo-themed content for you to adorn your Spartans with, including the Orion armor set for Halo 2 Anniversary, first seen in the original 1999 reveal, weapon skins featuring an OG Xbox color scheme, back accessories suited for any Spartans loadout, and a batch of brand new nameplates. With the release of the latest MCC season, we took a chance to give you a rundown on how our content will be arriving from that point on, and today is the first step in that very direction. Today, we're excited to get content directly into your hands that would have usually had to be bundled up into a much bigger release. Across MCC, there will be a litany of new content to check out, including a brand new armor set for Halo 2 Anniversary, another set along with some cool new pieces for Halo 3 featuring some of your favorite Xbox gear of yesteryear, a new utility item for Halo Reach, along with nameplates and a few other pieces of flair that will help any Halo fan around out their kit. There will even be some nameplates you can earn by completing new weekly challenges. Over the course of November, December, and into January, we'll be releasing Halo 20th Anniversary-themed content right in MCC's exchange for you to purchase with season points. Granted, we know the holiday season brings with it lots of travel, so we're doing what we can to keep you covered. First things first, please check out our first our, our full schedule below of exactly what's releasing and when. And if you miss any of these dates, we've got you covered. Everything below will return to the exchange at a future date. You can rest easy knowing that these aren't one and done. On November 3rd, it's already happened, it's taking place right now, the Orion armor set, Halo chest, shoulders, arms, and legs for Halo 2 Anniversary, they're two credits apiece. November 10th, the beast back accessory and Duke shoulders for Halo 3. On the 17th, the OG Xbox assault rifle skin for Halo 3. On the 24th, the semi-powered infiltration mirage armor, helmet, chest, soldiers, uh, soldiers, shoulders, arms, and legs for Halo 3. December 1st is OG Xbox battle rifle skin and rucksack back accessory for Halo 3. On December 8th, hydration container utility item for Halo Reach. December 15th, the Frank box back accessory, Duke shoulders, and OG Xbox sniper rifle skin for Halo 3. December 22nd, the Grunt Plush and X-Pack uh, Back accessories and the OG Xbox Magnum skin for Halo 3. On December 29th, the OG Xbox Shotgun and Spanker skin for Halo 3. And then January 5th, the first return of the Orion armor set for Halo 2 Anniversary. And then there's some lore with a breakdown of that included in the next article, Anniversary Armory, which I'm not going to go through, but you can go ahead and read that if you'd like to. Okay, Will. I got I got a hot take here. The oh Hotake, yeah. What's up? You know I've never been a fan of challenges in video games to get you like progress. I I I was never a fan of trophies or achievements either. Oh, like you look at my freaking I like achievements. I just like I want to play the game the way I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I'm not gonna 100%. try to like like I feel like in, you know sometimes those achievements lead you like secrets in the game or cool things. Just maybe find that on your own. You know? Sure. I don't like it. I don't like it. Will, that's the beautiful part. You can play the game. How I want to play. How you want to play. Not MCC, but you can play other games. That's what I'm saying. Like how you want to play. Not even infinite. When I do play MCC, I get maybe like two season points. From just the random, like, get assist or whatever. Right. But, like, go in this mission and kill these things. No. 
I don't want to do that shit. I'm not gonna. Well, I'm not gonna get these things because Fuck your challenge. I don't do season challenges. So it's just like when you when you challenged me to sneeze, and my C said, "Fuck you, I'm not doing it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, the last regular news story that we have for this week. We have the Inside Infinite for October 2021. This is by 343 Industries. Will, I know it looks like a lot, but I promise you, I trimmed the fuck out of this. So, let's get to it. It's a Q&A, a lot of Qs, lots of As. Duh. No, the fuck I'm talking about. So, with nearly 20 years of history to pull from, how did the team strike a balance between staying true to legacy character designs while also ensuring they fit within the visual and design language of Halo Infinite? How does the game's overall approach to spiritual reboot apply to characters? Steve states, the spiritual reboot actually made it easier for us to incorporate some more legacy designs into the characters. One of the best examples of this are the elites, grunts, and jackal, who all have a much more legacy design to them than we had in Halo 4 or 5. In terms of which part of the legacy we looked to for inspiration, we settled most around the Halo 3 and Halo Reach time frame and then incorporated the Banished aesthetic where, where it made sense along with the Halo Infinite art direction. The return of Brutes, and the Banished in particular, surely presented new challenges and opportunities. How did the team approach bringing these enemies to life in Halo Infinite? Brian says, ah, yes, the Brutes. Prague. Who doesn't love them some banished brutes? The team rose to the challenge with these bad boys. There's a ton of legacy here that we wanted to stay true to, but also find ways to push the boundaries. One of our main focuses from a player's perspective was to create a sense of visual damage that set the brutes apart from the other enemies. As you fight the brutes, you will see all kinds of armor and debris flying off them from shoulder pad to thigh pads to helmets shooting across the map. Knowing this, we knew we had to design the armors in such a way that facilitated this. We designed the brute tech suit with various attachment points so that we could modulize, mod, modularize the armor plates so that they could be shot off. Funny enough, early on, one of the challenges that we had with this approach was in certain cases, by the time you finished off a brute, he'd be pretty much naked and bare. This is why they flaunt a full body tech suit. The team had an absolute blast working on them. And speaking of Brutes, we had to ask, how's Craig doing? Craig! Up until the week's campaign overview video, it's been a long time since we've seen or heard from him. We see, we see he's received quite the glow-up since last July. What are some of the key areas the team has been working on since last year's demo? Before you, I don't know if they're going to get into this, but something I would have loved to see is just sure. them run with Craig, right? Like, oh yeah, like post post like Craig glow up videos or like side by sides or like make a video about Craig. Oh, well. and how is this? Steve says, "Ha ha, the team has sort of a love hate relationship with Craig." Well, it was fun to see the community gravitate towards Craig. He unfortunately represented some content and systems that were not ready for prime time in that demo. The positive outcome for Craig was that he was one of the factors in gaining some more time to finish work and get Brutes to a place where the team is happy with them. This is one of the many positive examples of 343 working with and aligning with the Halo community around expectations. Players who look hard enough will still be able to find some evidence of Craig in Halo Infinite. His spirit lives on. Awesome. I hope we take over a Ford operating base and it's just like 
the legacy of Craig. There has to be. I bet there's one of them named Craig somewhere. Please, please. What are some of the key differences between returning characters in Halo Infinite versus prior Halo titles? Does the evolved sandbox and gameplay in our most expansive campaign ever have any impact on character design? Steve states, there have been a lot rebuilt from the ground up on Halo Infinite in terms of AI behavior that absolutely takes the evolved sandbox and more open gameplay into consideration. For example, those new fusion coils the player can grab and throw can also be thrown by brutes. At times, a brute may even toss a grunt at the player. The other thing we need to support on the character side is the effectiveness of things like the new equipment versus characters. The evolution of the sandbox has given the player more options in combat. For example, the grapple shot will pull you to a brute, be deflected by a hunter, and not attached to a jackal, but will pop their shield to the side so the player can get damage onto the body. Another evolution that may surprise players is some of our smarter AI will upgrade their weapon when possible by grabbing a better weapon off of a rack, the ground, or even a grunt mule. We've already gotten glimpses of some of the new super awesome characters called Spartan Killers. And I put in here, it's in the campaign overview video. It's the elite with the two swords. Okay. It's, yeah. yeah. With the two red, like the one full red sword and then the one like half. Yep. Yep. That's, that is a Spartan killer. How did these come to be? Where did the team draw inspiration for these new designs? Steve states from the start of infinite. And we talked about this. Will. From the start of Infinite, one of the things we wanted to pursue were more boss or mini boss type characters. This evolved in the conversations around how these could manifest themselves in the game. The Spartan killers were an early theme around an elite force of Banish that could go toe to toe with the Spartan and win. From there, we started talking about who they would be, what species, and what they could do that would set them apart from their faction, uh, factional counterparts in both gameplay and aesthetic. As funny as it may sound, we talked about the A-Team, the TV show from the 80s, when it came to the red and black armor theme of the Spartan Killers. We just didn't give them the sweet van to ride around in. Dude, th they fucking ride around like a Banished-style Razorback. They <laughs> be dope as shit. And you just say, uh -huh. they have like the, they, they have to have radios. So they just have like a Banished theme song playing. They're just fucking bumping in there, ready to kick ass. Jesus. Oh my God, please. Brian states, when the design brief for the Spartan Killers came to us, it was hard to contain the excitement. A group of an elite banished force that was headhunting Spartans? Oh, yes, please! We wanted to find a way to set this group apart from the rest of the enemies, but at the same time, make sure that we have a cohesion within the group itself. We went with the black armor theme with splashes of red blades. Each Spartan Killer is unique and has its own story and battle trophies. That's all I will say about that. I am curious, um, well, not curious, but I guess I like the idea of this just in the fact that the uh, the story we're being presented with is the Banished have won, mm -hmm. which means they would have had to kill other Spartans. You would think so, And right? that's something that was, was always funny to me is like, as Master Chief, you can kind of just run through these enemies sometimes. Right, you don't really have many formidable foes. Yeah, except maybe the boss fight or something, but yeah. Absolutely. I like it. I like the idea. I'm so excited. We know you likely can't provide too many specifics, but are there any new species you can encounter in Halo Infinite? Steve states, yes, there are new species as well as new variants and combat challenges that are unique to Halo Infinite. 
One of the new enemies we just revealed in the campaign overview is the Skimmer. While I won't give away everything about them, what I can say is that they are a mid-tier combatant, sort of on the level with the Jackals and higher-tier Grunts. They are not full-flying enemies, but have hover packs that allow them to move quickly, that move around quickly and provide unique challenges and opportunities to the player while on foot or in a vehicle. We did not want to pursue a full flying enemy as we found in an FPS flying enemies can get a little frustrating and disorienting as the player is forced to look up. Skimmers, like their namesake, move around by just skimming above the ground. We can't talk too much, uh, too many other specifics before release, but we are just beginning to scratch the surface of the mysteries this ring holds, and that includes enemies. We can't wait for fans to get their hands on the game and discover the new goodies. Fuck yeah. The, UI, uh, the UX UI team is responsible for many iconic elements that really define a Halo game. Can you talk about some of the challenges you face when evolving some of our legacy UI? What goals and reasons inform the changes we see in Infinite versus what we've seen in past Halo games? Vincent states, One of the major goals we had for UI was to get out of the way of the strong visual experiences we're delivering in environments compared to past Halos. The front-end menus are a little more muted to let the Spartans and scenery shine. For the HUD... We removed the helmet geometry, and I didn't, I didn't even notice this at first, but they did. They completely removed that. And shifted persistent elements out of the top corners, like grenades and weapons, to reduce eye fatigue, cognitive load, and arena sweatiness, which were serious issues called out by Halo 5 players. These things were caused by the layout forcing players to scan all four corners of the screen constantly during gameplay. We want the pressure that players feel to come from the gameplay situation and not from the HUD layout. By moving these elements to create breathing room, players can also enjoy the skybox and the halo ring, find vertical targets faster, and have a better experience when using the grapple shot. And the reason, obviously the reason why I included that is because coming from the Halo 5 landscape, it's it those little things that could, I guess, make a difference in a life and death scenario. If you're, I mean, if you're competing, you're probably not paying attention to those things, but like, you do have to dart your eye for a split second to see how many grenades you have. If you're worried about how many grenades you have or so on and so forth. So I know but, it's but a very, the, the new choice for that is they're all shoved in the corner in that you don't know what you have of each one. You have the one you have selected up. I do miss the corner grenades. I, hate, I understand for campaign that they didn't want that. I hate how you have four different keybinds for your grenades. I still hate it. I still fucking hate it. Just have it where, like in Halo 3. You cycle. Yes. Have it in Halo 3 where you cycle through the four of them. Because you can have all four in campaign in Halo in, in Halo 3. Mm. I think in ODST as well, you could have multiple. And you just hit one button and it cycles through. It's whatever. Or if you, if you don't want to, if you like your buttons to switch, just give us the option. Yes. A toggle, so to speak. Oh, God. Because everything no. needs a toggle. No. <laughs> Well, <laughs> just I had to go there. I'm sorry. I thought it was dead. I'm sorry. He's not sorry. Um, are there additional specific HUD considerations between campaign and multiplayer? Casey states, absolutely. We have some non-player facing considerations, like making systems functional between both campaign and multiplayer. Each team has unique needs, and often we need to create a solution that works for both. Overall, 
campaign has a stronger narrative need, so a lot of the information in the HUD is used to help elevate the story while still providing the player with the information they need to understand the current state of the game. There are moments where we know we can do th unique things with the HUD because the player will be in a non-confrontational part of the game. Multiplayer has a heavier focus on having at-a-glance information. There's a balance you must strike between providing information and gaining attention. If you do too much of either, the HUD becomes obtrusive. Multiplayer also has more specific user types that need to be accounted for with the HUD. From casual to competitive, slayer to BTB, everyone is going to have a unique need or desire for how they want the HUD to function. Sometimes we need to make a decision that is acceptable for most use cases, but may not be the best solution for some specific situations. We're always taking feedback and adjusting where we can. Further, we are looking into ways we can provide players with even more options to adjust the HUD to their liking in the future. Yay. Yay, indeed. Omer states, with the amount of content in the campaign, we ended up categorizing the content into five main sections. Will, the TAC map, an expansive map and mission tracker for players to explore and plan their approach. Upgrades, Master Chief's equipment and suit upgrades. FOB, the available support items from Ford operating bases. Targets, a dossier of high-value targets to take down. That was one of the things we, we assumed, but now it's confirmed that's exactly what it is. And then database, a compendium of narrative logs and collectibles found across the world of Zeta Halo. Shifting gears over to customization, that, uh, that is quite an ambitious feature in terms of presentation. Can you tell us about the philosophy behind how the feature was crafted and how UX, UI, and Live collaborated to bring it all together? Roxy states, we talked a lot about preserving player choice in terms of making sure that we could show the customization item with the coding that the player already had equipped. So if you chose to equip a purple coding and started browsing helmets, you'd see all your helmet choices with that purple coding on. This meant using a real 3D render of the object instead of baked out screenshots for every permutation possible. That was a challenging piece of tech that we worked on with the live and graphics team's engineers. From the UX side, one of my tent poles of the design was to tell the players how to get this item if they didn't own it. We didn't want to hide locked items either. We wanted the player to be able to see the item they are missing and find out how they could unlock them. We implemented what we called deep linking, where if the player doesn't own the item, we communicate, available in the battle pass at level X and provide a link so the player can view the item in the battle pass to make decisions. Of course, we didn't get to ship every feature we wanted, but we added some great functionality that Halo 5 was missing, like filters and sorting. Thank fucking God. Along with a cool uh, compare function, you can also inspect and favorite the armor other players are wearing, then filter to your favorites in your own inventory later to find the things you liked. We're excited to add more features in the future, and rethink the UI as our selection of content grows. That's a lot. With Halo Infinite, we often talk about launch is just the beginning. What should we expect from the UI UX going forward beyond launch? Are there any key areas the team is already exploring and thinking about? Chad states, I don't want to give away too much and ruin the fun, but we've already been hard at work to define a feature roadmap that will see both improvement and evolution to all that we have already support in-game at launch, along with continual development of new content and features that will roll out over the coming seasons. I will echo the previous point that I want to leverage our UI presentation as not just a tool that guides our players through the experience, 
but also a storytelling device that will allow us to expand upon the vast world that is being created. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And finally, Tales from the Trenches. Quote, oh, this is also from Tashi, by the way. This is the one I included. He states, Last month, we announced and released tickets for the HCS kickoff Major Raleigh 2021. This has been not only in the works for a very long time, but it was also special given in the la- given uh, that the last Halo Esports event was DreamHack Anaheim in February 2020. Man, that was right before pandemic. Yep. Holy shit, was a month, month before. That's, I didn't even think about that. Wow. We knew that the community was going to be excited about getting back together and playing on LAN, but we didn't think the whole event would sell out in less than a week. As soon as the VIP tickets sold out in just a few minutes and hundreds of general admission tickets sold, we thought to ourselves, oh, this is very different than events in the past. We then got a call from our partners at Esports Engine, and they let us know that historically spectator tickets sell closer to the event and that at this rate, this was on track to be something special. They weren't kidding. The reason I share all of this is because we want the community to know and feel that this is a really of the mark of a new era for Halo and Halo esports that's being brought forward with Halo Infinite. If you're going to be in Raleigh, we hope you'll say hi to the various 343 members that will be on site because we ultimately want to say thank you for the tremendous support. And that's from Tashi. I said that was the last news story, but I do have one There's more. one more. There it's is okay. one more. Okay. So, last night, yeah, seemingly out of nowhere, a Walmart listing was posted for what appears to be a Halo Infinite Collector's Edition. Now, before I say anything else, I want to preface this. This very well could be like a retailer exclusive Mm. where maybe other retailers have different versions of the same thing. But the stuff that you get in here maybe makes me think otherwise. And this might actually be the collector's edition. Although the lamp that's included might be one that you can already buy separately, but that's besides the point. So in this supposed collector's edition for Halo Infinite, you will receive a steelbook case with the full game. Um, and it sounds like it would be on Xbox uh, and, well, Xbox or Windows, but it's a play anywhere title. So wherever you redeem the code, you get the code for the other platform as well. So not Steam, not Steam, but considering Halo Infinite is a Xbox play anywhere title, If you own it on Xbox, you have it on PC. If you own it on PC, you have it on Xbox via the Microsoft store on PC, not Steam. A set of five patches, a plasma pistol replica bottle opener, an energy sword lamp, a set of UNSC lanyards, one of which is like a traditional lanyard. The other is like a wallet ID. I mean, yeah, an ID wallet. Um, an art print in like a fold out that you put on your desk, a mini art book and a developer note. And it's $170. I think 169 99. I think it's a Maddie. 
Says someone called a glorified loot crate instead of a collector's edition. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I called it that last night. You probably saw somebody else say that too, but yeah, I said that in the Discord last night. Because that's exactly what it does look like. It looks like if you took the the Halo loot crates that have come out, and, I, and I'm going to sound shitty because I did buy them all. Like I had the I had the figures up on this side of the, you can't see them, but I had them all up here. Um, But that's literally what it, it sounds like. And it's $170. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Now, granted, the campaign is 60 bucks. So if we just knock that out, right? It's 110 bucks. 110 bucks for a lamp. <laughs> I love lamp. Five, pa- five patches, a bottle opener, a couple lanyards, a mini art book. Maddie says the lamp is 80 bucks on its own. Right, but like. Is the lamp worth $80 on its own? That's my question. Because patches, a bottle opener, a couple lanyards. Art prints. The art print could be cool. It's got, it might have like a nice presentation to it because it folds out and sits on the desk. The mini art book though, I don't know. And the developer See, like, note. I have whatever. a mini art book from like Uncharted 4. Like, it's cool to look at once, but after that, I'm like, eh, like what do I do with it? Sure, you know? sure. And everybody's going to be different, but oh. yeah, but 170 bucks. Bring on the legendary edition. That's so, okay. So 343, Microsoft, whatever, they have not come out and said that, yes, this is the official Halo Infinite Collector's Edition. Here you go. So what I'm wondering is, on the 15th, right? Yeah. I know we're going to get there. You know, like I said, I was going to say, with the other digital edition we talked about, this could be all the editions on yes. the 15th that we get. That's what I'm thinking it's going to be. I think if this is an official thing that, hey, early access, digital bundle, if you don't want any of the physical shit, here you go, pre-order today. Yes, this is our, you may have seen this previously, but this is our official collector's edition. Woo! You can pre-order at other retailers now starting today. And then for the big boys, here's your $250 to $300 legendary edition that comes with a statue. And I bet it's going to be Master Chief fighting Eshram. And that's it. Or it's a replica of Zeta Halo. Jeez. It doesn't need to be huge. I'm just like, it could be the size of the reach, uh, or even the Halo 3 helmet, but like goes to maybe about that high yeah. or so. Something. It'd be really cool to get like a replica ring though. We, we've never had that yet. We've had statues of characters. We had the Halo 3 helmet. But we, we never had like a, the ring itself. I think that'd be really cool. Maybe like, maybe there's the ring that's like, like to the, it's turned a little bit. So you, you have the ring there and then maybe on like the inside of it, you have a, maybe a fight happening or something. I don't know. Just uh, thinking. Know. Top of my head. I don't know. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Because I like I like the the Mega Bloks piece of the ring there behind you. Yeah, you can see the. Yeah, I think it'd just be really cool to have a statue of a Halo ring. Because I don't even think you can buy one. I don't think anybody has like even a, official merchandise. Right. You know. Just I wonder if you know to to make a ring to and have it stable and. Oh sure. Who knows? Sure. Right. Just an idea. Just thought. I like it though. Yeah, November 15th is really just right around the corner at this point. Hell, Infinite is right around the corner. But uh, 
we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, what we get. What the fuck happens there? We didn't even need to summon you, Maddie. You just came today. It's crazy. Will, that's it for the regular news. Oh yeah, buttons. <laughs> buttons. It's time for COD. Another game's match. Ranked is coming to Vanguard, Will. In 2022. This is by Treyarch and Call of Duty. Competitive modes. Ranked skill divisions. Visible skill ratings and rewards. Sounds good to us. Hey, COD League, you down? Sledgehammer Gangs... Uh, gangs. Jesus. Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer Games words and Treyarch look forward to bringing a new level of ranked play support to Vanguard in 2022 in collaboration with the COD league 2022. Woo. <laughs> you know, for the amount of money that that studio has or that company has in terms of like uh, Activision, I'm surprised I mean, they, they are the epitome of a casual audience, but like, I'm surprised that with the money that the COD league that is spent on the COD league, that hopefully the COD league brings in that they don't have this ready for launch. I'm surprised. It's been this way for a few years now though. Right. But like this, this is surprising to me and you're an annual franchise and you rake in billions, but whatever. Do you contract signings? by many our cities, Pristini Zuma and aches all had contract signing gifts. These are posted. Uh, now we have Zuma. We'll talk about Zuma in a second, but uh, the other ones, I, I find it funny that aches is included because fuck aches, but that's besides the point. So I just had to throw that one in there. You know, <laughs> huzzah. speaking of Zuma, Zuma returns to phase clan with the flank podcast. Hex explains why they won't have it at launch on his eavesdrop podcast. Well, can you explain to us in the chat? Because I haven't watched last listen to it. This is by Danny Appleford at Upcomer. Former Call of Duty professional Thomas Zuma uh, Paparato is returning to FaZe Clan as a content creator. Zuma comes home to FaZe Clan after parting with the organization he spent over four years with as a pro Call of Duty player. Now retired, Zuma will be pursuing content creation with FaZe Clan and bringing him with him his popular podcast, The Flank. What's up, Logan? Next one. Washington is out! This is by Joey Carr of Upcomer. According to a new report from a Call of Duty insider, the Washington Justice Ownership Group will not be pursuing the Chicago Call of Duty League spot. The ownership group, Washington Esports Ventures, was reportedly the front runner to purchase the Chicago spot from NRG. This followed a report that Optic Chicago and Dallas Empire would merge into one team, leaving NRG with a spot in the league they don't want, as they own Optic Chicago. Washington Esports Ventures reportedly assembled a starting roster after making headway with the purchase. The lineup was headlined by Methods and vivid. However, Washington esports ventures has now decided to likely take itself out of the running for the CDL The league is apparently attempting to find a replacement organization. And if it can't in time though, sources say that the CDL might be forced to play with 11 teams for the 2022 season. Holy moly. And finally let's talk shoes. Oh my God. Shoes. Xbox and Adidas. 
Adidas unveil new sneaker and 20th anniversary collaboration. This is by James Monosmith, the senior sales and marketing manager of Xbox Consumer Products. Matty says, he said when the game releases, the numbers are high, so they wait till they start to dip and then make it available to bring the numbers back up. And that they're all about numbers, not culture. Yep, that makes fucking sense because it's Activision. Mm-hmm. Today, we're excited to continue that partnership by unveiling the second sneaker, the Xbox 360 Forum Mid, the first ever Xbox-themed sneaker available to purchase for fans in the U.S. and Canada. With a plethora of visual throwbacks... Oh, I was, I was purposely going to like say this in a douchey voice. Forgot about that when I was putting this okay. in here. With a plethora of visual throwbacks and Easter eggs that fans will love... The Xbox 360 Forum Mid is truly designed as a love letter to one of the most iconic consoles in gaming history. Drawing inspiration from the original Xbox 360 console's colors in white, silver, and green. The incredible details highlighted throughout the sneaker represent a playful celebration and nod to the vibrant history of Xbox. You see this dude's fucking socks in the, in the ad? Is it like triple layering socks? He's wearing two different size socks on the same foot. Some weird He's shit. He's got like a mid high and then like a, up like to the calf. What the hell? <laughs> Judging the model in the fucking picture. Why do you have four pairs of Will! two pairs of socks on? Will! Will! Who wears socks over their socks? Will! Why? Will! Are the one pair dirty, but he wanted to wear the higher ones? Will! On the strap you'll notice the Xbox 360 disc tray along with the classic 360-era Xbox button design on the shoe's outer side and the console's air vents on the inner side. Additionally, the heel features references to the Xbox 360's distinctive removable hard drive and memory unit slots. There are a myriad of details to discover and enjoy, including some hidden secrets for fans. Limited release of, of the Adidas Originals by Xbox, Xbox 364 Mid, complete with four additional pairs of laces in red, yellow, green, and blue, representing the face buttons of the Xbox 360 controller. Will be available to, to purchase. Your four socks. What? <laughs> to match your four socks you wear. <laughs> cool. Jesus. Well, it would match if he's wearing different colors of the fucking socks. This bitch didn't go full bore with it. He should have. Don't understand. Oh my god. Maybe they're not four pairs of socks. Maybe they're one pair of socks. They just have double stitching around. Why would that be a thing? And there's two logos. The Adidas logos, they just want you to see them. I don't fucking know, man. God damn it. Why don't you look up and see if they have different pairs of socks like that? Look at, I mean. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, here we go. Can you see that? Also, the logo is not real, so don't think the logo is real. Every once in a while, the fourth wall gets broken, you know? Is that fashion, Maddie? Do you, do, do you run around with those on? Oh, he does. That's indeed fashion. I'm out of the loop. Is that what the norm is now? Four socks? Yeah, absolutely does. <laughs> All right. Sorry to burst the fourth wall bubble there. It's okay. They'll be available to purchase in the U.S. and Canada today at 7 a.m. Pacific time via adidas.com. 
And uh, so they probably already sold out. Just giving you a heads up. <laughs> I don't care about the show. I don't know why he's wearing four socks. Maybe you should fucking see if they have the socks available like that. <laughs> Something tells me they're one pair of sock. There's no way in hell that the person in that fucking photo would be wearing two pairs of socks. No way. With no way. There's no way, right? I'm looking up their socks. Okay? I swear to God, there's no fucking way. They got to be double stitched. Please. Please, Adidas. Please don't fuck with me here. Because why would there be two logos? On? I they know. Never do I that. know. I know. See, it's like he's got the crew socks on. And then he's got the. the I, I'm going to cry if this is real. Got the mids. Yeah, there's there's nothing in here. But double stitched. I'm, it's all I could think of if they weren't fucking literally double packing socks. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. Oh, wait, there's 10 pages of socks? You got to get the socks. The Adidas socks. <laughs> so, additionally, as part of our always played in, never played out program, which celebrates three distinct eras of Xbox history, Xbox and Adidas fans can jump back in time with NQ, a virtual reveal experience to relive the golden era of gaming. The launch of the Xbox 360. It won't be around for long, so check out www.neverplayedout.net. Wow, that's a wow, okay. For a nostalgia trip and chance to win exclusive prizes. Follow at Xbox on Twitter for details of the latest sneaker drops, and be sure to join us for the 20th anniversary of Xbox and Halo broadcast on November 15th. We'll share the official details of the exclusive third and final sneaker inspired by the Xbox Series X available for fans to purchase globally. And we'll still look at Ed Sox. Gotta make sure this isn't a thing, because if it is, I got so many questions. I'm gonna look up. <laughs> I have questions double, either way. Double Adidas socks. Ladies and gentlemen, Will and I are going to sit here for the rest of the show and just scroll through pages of Adidas socks to see if they do actually it's, have no one. way. There's no way that's a thing. Why the fuck would he be wearing two I'm, I'm halfway pairs? Just, yeah. Like, why? Let's move on. Well, now I want to open up the link. Now he's got to... Uh, Hold on. Is he actually... Oh, my God, he is. Like, look at the first photo. They're two separate socks. They are because this one, this logo is like in the other sock. Oh no. He's legit wearing two pairs of socks. Well, I I mean fashion, ladies and gentlemen, Logan says my thumbs are ready. Knees weak. Palms are sweaty. Vomit on a sweater already. Mom's spaghetti is a real restaurant by M and M. Where he sells spaghetti. There it is. Yep. That's it for Cotton of the Games Watch. That's it's right. time for Wales and Badgers of the Night. games, too, because we're spooky. Well, my ghost. Fuck you. <laughs> What'd you play um, last week? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll yeah, start yeah. off with. Uh, are you gonna shoot the camera again? Okay. Fuck! Oh, 
Fuck. Missed. <laughs> Straight up missed. Did it bounce back? It came back. Let's go, baby. Um, I played F1 in the Latifi League, and I need to learn how to get through corner one because everyone crashes on corner one. Um, so there was an accident that happened. I tried to move to the left. Apparently, there was someone already on my left that I didn't know was there. I hit them. I hit another person. I broke my wing, pitted, and I just went on a lovely Sunday drive. I was in last place. <laughs> just, just, just a nice Sunday dude. scroll. And then, and then there was only 12 racers that showed up for this race. So two people crashed and I got points in 10th. So, hey, what did you say? All I have to do is finish the race and I more than likely will get points. Ladies and gentlemen, he was right. And uh, my teammate took first. So, hey, hmm. even more points. Let's uh, go. This will be the last week. He's, he said to me, this will be the last week we're not in first place. I'm like, all right. So we'll see. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, there was one spot on the track that I was just having difficulties with. And Voodoo Man, Martin Holmes, the amazing man himself, told me, he's like, Martin just don't accelerate. <laughs> I'm like, what? Because <laughs> it's like you come around a corner and then you kind of go up this hill. And I was just taking the corner too sharp. If you take that corner at a specific angle and just let your car like kind of glide up the hill, and then when you get almost to the apex, start hitting the gas, you're good. I was just trying to turn it too sharp, and that would cause my car to spin. So uh, you you play and you learn, I guess. You drive and you learn. Yes. Um, I think the focus from Valorant has been shifted to apex just because uh, no one plays Valorant with me anymore. And uh, Joey. Well, now I feel like an asshole. No, it's everyone dropped off. Joey doesn't play. You don't play. Uh, I want to. Zarners, uh, Silos. Hey. No. <laughs> what? I'm done with school now. You are. I am. <laughs> well, <laughs> shit. We should play some Valor Ant. <laughs> Hope none of that came through on the mic. It might have. Who knows? All right. Um, Jesus. So I played Apex. Okay. Uh, new ranked season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah new yeah. Map. map. There's fucking spiders and I hate it. Oh, I'm not a fan of that. Oh, okay. So they, they die pretty easily. The but, fact that they're even there. Yeah. They're, it shows you on the map where they are, which oh, is nice. Okay. Because you can, when you kill them, you get loot. So they'll drop like a, a so these aren't like the like the crab looking fucking things that have the 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 thing on the top of them. Never mind. Continue. Apex had like the dragons. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. The crab thing? Are you talking about? I'm thinking about like the when you when you redeem an Apex pack or whatever the fuck it is. Oh no 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 not those. Okay. That's they look what I was like legit spiders. Oh, I'm not a fan. Um, but they show you where they are on the map. You can just run through. Like if you just run, okay. Because what happens is they're in like their little egg sacks on the on the walls, and as you, I think I think you might have to sh actually shoot them to get them to come out, or if you run through fast enough, they just don't break. Okay. So you can run through and just avoid it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. Um, they also have, like. Dinosaur looking things that you can fight. They're called prowlers. Um, and yeah, they just give you loot for getting uh, those kills, I guess. They don't count as actual kills, but killing those 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 
environmental hazards, I guess you could call them. Sure. Um, I love the new map. It's, it's, it seems well spaced out. Okay. Different variations of places. I don't know. Um, but my, my, my buddy Joe was like, we're both getting to platinum this. I just X something out. Uh, <laughs> by slamming my. Was it uh, the Adidas link? Yeah, it was. So nice. we're good. Yeah, we're fuck them. Um, fuck you and your socks, you bitch. We, yeah, so he's like, we're both getting to plat. So now he wants to grind Apex. Um, and I don't know. I, That's I, good. It sounds like I'm not playing Valorant for a little bit longer. Well, yeah. So I did play one one thing on, on Valorant this week. And I just, I honestly woke up early for work. Yeah. I'm like, I'm bored. I'm like, I hopped into a Valorant deathmatch and just did some deathmatch. You're going to break something. Did Please I hit stop. it? What did I hit? Oh, no, did you fucking hit? But it stop bounced, shooting. Wait, the fuck up here. That was really cool. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I promise. I'm done. I guess it is uh, your house, your studio. So if you break something, eh. no, fuck you. You're right. <laughs> I shouldn't do it. <laughs> Will, you're the smart one right now. Okay. Um, Valorant released a new bundle of weapon skins, and I am a huge fan. Are they like the comic book? Yeah. Ones? Yeah. But they're I saw 70, Hiko. 71 bucks approximately for the whole set. And you get a, the bat, the specter, the Bucky, and the phantom. Okay, so I'd use one weapon. I'd use the phantom. That's it. Yeah, but I mean. You can buy individual weapons too. You can, but they're more expensive. They're Absolutely. cheaper in the bundle. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's really good. Logan says, I want to get into Valor, but it's difficult solo queuing and trying to learn different uh, t- trying to learn different aspects of the game. Yeah, yeah it is. But uh, man, it is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That game is incredibly frustrating, but incredibly rewarding. And it just the, oh, uh, feels so good. I feel like I'm going to enjoy the new agent, and but hate playing against him. His name's Chamber. Yep. He has a teleport ability that he can go back and forth between these two points you place down on the map. Okay. He's got like an alarm bot, like Killjoy. You put it on the map, but it will, once it alarms, it like just shoots someone at range. They don't have to be next to it. Oh. Um, which is good. I'm a little concerned about his pistol. It's like he has like a, you can have your classic on your first round, but then pull out like a deagle type weapon. That's his, one of his abilities. And you don't buy the, the pistol itself. You buy each round for it. So each, each shot costs you 125, whatever it is. Okay. Credits for each shot out of this pistol. Huh. Um, and then his, his, uh, his ultimate is a sniper rifle. And it one shots. It one shots and it also creates a slow field. So imagine like right off the rip, you pop that ultimate, you have a whole team pushing a lane. You snipe someone, create that slow field, and they're all stuck in it. You right. raise all that or something. They're you're, fucked. You're just, yeah. I've heard he plays more like a duelist than a sentinel because of like the additional weapons that he has. I'm sorry. My voice keeps cracking. Yeah, it's bored. fine. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> it may be. Maybe. I don't know. He's not officially out. Right. Only early access people have had. Right. Devs, short videos, whatever. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. Because what what the Sentinel job is supposed to be um, like a killjoy, right? Like hold down a site. Yeah, scan, gain information. Yeah. Yep. But with you're right. But with having that sniper and the, the deagle, it is almost like a, a, a balanced mix between duelist and sentinel. Right. 
which is interesting because the the every character is supposed to have their role, right? A duelist is supposed to be able to get the team onto site, and then the uh, the rest of the team, controllers, sentinels, are supposed to hold down sites. Yep, and do that, gain information, hold down sites. Yep. But if he's got both of those abilities, I feel like his uh, pick usage or pick rate will be very high. Oh, especially when he first comes out. Oh, of course. 100%. Everybody's going to want to play him. But yes, that's all I've been playing. What about yourself, Josh? Myself? Um, I played one game, I think. You going to go for it? I'm going to just shoot it into the, nice. the, the foam wall that we have over there. So it's safer. Safer. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, I've been playing a little bit of some Psychonauts 2. Um, I was a big, big, big fan of the original a very, very, very long time ago because the original released a very long time ago. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's a third person action, uh, platformer and it's just, thanks Logan. I am old. I'm almost (laughs) 30. Thank you for reminding me. Um, no, it's just. It's a third-person action platformer. It's got some witty humor in there. The story's pretty good so far. The powers that you get are really cool. Um, it's just, it's a trippy, it's it's rad. It's groovy, I guess you could say. <laughs> it's a groovy game. No, it really is. It's awesome. Um, and I was really looking forward to it. And so it's, it's a game that I have on my list that I want to finish before the end of the year because I want to see if it makes my list. Um, and really excited to dive back into that a little bit. Uh, just a, just a nice single player experience. Not too long, not too short. And we'll see how it goes. That's what, that's, that's all I really play because I've been fucking busy with other shit. So that's that. But, uh, Forza coming out next week is a big deal for me. You know, me love the Forza games. Um, and so if you, this is, we're not sponsored or anything, but if you guys have game pass, you can play Psychonauts too. It's on game pass as well. But, uh, Forza horizon five is going to be on game pass day one. Um, Tuesday next week is in when it releases. You can preload right now if you're into any at all racing games. Reviews came out today. They're all very positive. Um, I don't know how you could really fuck up the fifth entry in a in an open world racing series, but they didn't because it's good. So, uh, yeah, if you like that, go check it out. I know I am, and I'm very excited. Yeah, I only played one game. Will, shall we get into some shoutouts? We didn't have a community play date, so I'm going to skip that. But shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We had Crunchy Dad. That's a fuck. That's a name. We have Frumpy Apollo. We got Crunchy Dad. What's the other one we have? Fuck, why am I blanking out on this now? Why? It's so good. I don't remember. Oh, I'm sad I'm, I, now. I'm sad. Either way, yeah, yeah. phenomenal names. Jimmy Neutron as well. You know, Jimmy Neutron, but not. <laughs> Neo Wheels. It's a good, good name, too. Thank you all so much for the follows. Greatly appreciated. And Logan, thank you very much for the sub as well. Greatly appreciated, sir. Thank you for stopping by. First time on the sh- uh, first time in the in the chat of the show. Or not not necessarily first time, but regardless. Happy belated birthday, Will, to your favorite video game of all time, Halo 5. And uh, that's a joke. I know it's not your favorite of all time, but it's your favorite Halo. And deservedly so. It's a good Halo game. And Command Station, happy birthday to you as well. Happy belated birthday. But happy birthday today. It's a Halopedia. 17 Ooh. years, Will. I think. 
I think 17 years. Wowzers. Community Creations, Halo Memes, Everyday, Reddit.com, forward slash R, forward slash Halo Memes. Clips of the week number nine, 129 by High Tech Redneck. Excuse me. Nick? YouTube video, go check that out. Halo Survival. Episode Sex. Halo Audio Drama. Yeah. Fan made. Yep. Halo Audio Drama by Podcast Evolved and featuring the man, the myth, the legend, Will, a.k.a. Sexy Motherfucker. No. I am Mr. Mayhem. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Please. Will, the final episode has released. It has. It is out there. You know what that means? Huh? That means that I am going to binge it. Going to binge it all? Yep. I never told you I haven't listened to it because I was waiting for the episodes to release. So now that they're all out, yeah, I'm going to listen so, to it in its entirety. It's how I did Hunt the Truth too. Ah, okay. it, just, it just sounds more cohesive instead yeah, of having can, to wait. Yeah. You know? Rather than listening to short episodes, you get the whole thing exactly. in one. Just, just like, listen to the whole thing. It's like watching a movie. Exactly. Sit down and enjoy it all. 100%. That is what I'm going to do. I'll probably do it tomorrow. As a matter of fact, cue them all up. Bada bang, bada okay. boom. I know Brooks uh, Brooks was going to listen if he hasn't listened already. So I, please, and guys, please, Will was on this. <laughs> put a lot of work into this. Him, the whole podcast Evolve crew, go listen to this. It's fan made. It's an audio drama for Halo Infinite. And uh, I'm fucking stoked to listen to them all. So it's going to be a good time. Spartan Halo Montage number two by Spartan. He just released it. Yes, I think yes, yesterday, I saw, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I saw, I saw that over Twitter. Yeah, so, so go check that out. And then finally, Shyway, the most embarrassing casting experience, Flow State, Halo Infinite, and more is by Divine Mind. Friends over at Divine Mind, great, great, great folks. Go check that out as well. YouTube videos, including the Google Doc, the show, and so the show, exclamation point, show us in chat. Will! Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Would you mind plugging the show? Of course, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Pocket Cast. Oh, God. All right. If you didn't know, Josh likes Pocket Cast. I really uh, do. Join our Discord. HS Pro Talk Discord. Join the community discussion going on over there. Uh, that's where the topic of this week was posted and where uh, community members were able to post their response. So if you want to get it on that, head over to the Discord. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. We go uh, deep. Sure. Uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Come find us over there. Search for HS Pro Talk. If you want to watch our VODs or maybe check out the YouTube channel, it's uh we have our own YouTube channel. It's uh it, YouTube. Do we have our own uh link now? Yeah, we've had it for a while. Okay. Yeah. Because I think go. the old one's in there. Yeah. Uh, do I need to switch it? Yeah. Well, it's search for HS Pro Talk on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, or go to go to youtube.com forward slash. Is it just? Yeah, I think it's just forward slash HS Pro Talk. Yes. If you wanna tune in live, one, make sure to follow the Twitter. So you know when we're going live. It worked, by the way. Beautiful. Um, 
Yes, you and are. Come join us over on Twitch. Come. <laughs> you know, it's a, that's 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 been a Valorant thing too because Viper has a voice line. Like it's, if you're like go this way, she just says come. Oh, so like oh, people, oh, people oh, yeah, no. oh, yeah. Viper. Oh. No. Yep. That's a thing. Viper, don't do it. Um, go check out hgsproach.com, link to our merch in the top right corner. Well, we're bad at getting things done, but stay tuned. I, I, no, we're not. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we are. Outside of the just doing the show, the other things, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, and go check out Podcast of All. I've mentioned Halo Survival Episode 6 is out now. The full series is finished. So you can binge it, binge, binge it like Josh if you're if you wanted to, or just go check them out as you please. But also, please. yeah, also go check out HaloPodcast.com. Your home for Halo, Ooh, baby. You can find the podcast evolved show, mission debrief show, book clubs, uh, build with blocks, and Halo headlines. We have our own little uh, little page on there too now. We do. Yes. Uh, HaloPodcast.com, your home for Halo. Your home for Halo. <laughs> Alrighty then. That's all I got, Josh. Uh, great. Yeah. What are you, do- what are you, you doing? Don't no, just close it out like you normally do. Oh, uh, you're going to go take a piss? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I got something. I got something planned. But oh, you've got something planned? Yeah, I got to take this with me so to do the thing. Oh, I'm really confused right now. That's okay. Oh, okay. This is weird. Send us out. Oh, okay. All right. I'll send it out. Um, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 207 of HCS Pro Talk. If you're watching live, thank you so much for tuning in live. Greatly appreciated. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Um, the late, the late different day kind of weird show that we had going on here today. Um, if you're listening to the audio version of the show, thank you so much. It's greatly appreciated. If you're watching the VOD on YouTube, on Twitch, however and whenever you're consuming this, if you're consuming this, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. It really does mean a shit ton. Will with the thumbs up. Um, We'll be back. We should be back same time. Like, I mean, normal time, Monday evening. Um, Probably be a shorter show considering, but that's when we plan on being back. Normal time, Monday, 7 p.m. Central. So stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, That's going to do it from us. We'll see you next week. But until then, bye-bye.